Welcome to Pain in My Grass, the podcast. Two lifelong friends have come together to help you create and maintain an amazing lawn and landscapes. That's right. We're going to help you create a yard your neighbors would kill for. As a diehard DIYer like myself, sometimes working outside becomes a battlefield. When it does, I call my best friend and turf grass guru to get the guidance I desperately need. Ruin golf course. For who is that? Who was that asshole that built that course over uh, there? What was his name? Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jack. Jack uh, Nicholas. I loved him in Batman. He... <laughs> Sorry, we're both dads. Dad jokes. Here we go. What's the difference between my best friend and yours? Well, mine is a world-class professional with a one-of-one one resume. Now... Sit back, laugh and learn as we share our stories, reviews, tips and tricks so that you never have to say, my yard has become a pain in my grass. Test, test, test. Testing one, two, three. How do you know it's a male plane? Did you see its little balls? So tiny balls. Welcome back to the shop, friends, for episode two of Pain in My Grass, the podcast. And before we get started, I'd just like for everyone to know that I do believe Jim's lights are on. Are those lights on? Which, wait, which ones? Your automobile. Oh, uh, okay. They should go off here. They've been on for about seven minutes. <laughs> just give it more time. We'll watch. We'll keep you abreast of the situation. Um... Thank you to all 47 listeners of the first episode. Hey, we did more than one. <laughs> more than one. And uh, I knew we would have two. Yeah. We, we, well, well, you and me. Yeah. Um, and we track unique downloads, okay? So I know it's different people. Um, your little thing right there can adjust that tension. Oh, look at that thing. All right. And listen, we're going to come at you hard, fast, out of the gate. We're not a lot of planning, okay? Not a lot. Jim's got an iPad. Don't know what's on it. Hopefully, there's some pertinent information. Um, we got a lot to get to because this is go time. Absolutely. We're, we're September, mid-September, 18th somehow. Yeah. Is it when, the 18th? When, did we, when was the last one? August 15th? Somewhere in there. Um, Apple took a few weeks to approve us. That's right. I thought it would take about two hours. Turns out it's two weeks. Apologize for the delay, but now we're going to hit the ground running, as they say. Um, we are in, let's just call this, uh, September two, week two, week three. I'll figure out how to name it when we upload it. Um, but this is the busy season, my friend, is it not? It is. It is. And we're not, uh, you know, it's not too far behind the ball yet, but, uh, like, well, what'd you do last weekend? We aerated. That's right. We, um, (laughs) we broke some stuff. (laughs) We fixed some stuff. When we air, no, we didn't go to the emergency room. No or emergency patient room. first. Yep, that's right. Um, but we were aerating, and I say it's busy season because we really have in the Mid Atlantic, we've got what about four weeks left. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mid October, like we need to be wrapping up our fall prep or our fall wrap up and our spring prep. 
Absolutely, yeah. And if we get some warm weather, maybe we have another week or two in there, but we need to plan for, we got about four weeks left. Yeah, we had, uh, I had somebody tell me today, they're like, hey, remember like three, four years ago when it snowed on Halloween? So that's... Uh, Did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Well, let's, not, let's not have that Frosty. this year. Frosty. <laughs> the snowman. Okay. <laughs> I, um, side note, sidebar. I was up for about nine hours last night. Not a lot of sleep. Yeah. yeah nervous, nervous about tonight? The, yeah, yeah, super, super <laughs> nervous. Um, was going over my show prep, as you can tell. Um, I watched about six episodes of the, the uh, Netflix series Chef with John Favreau and Roy Choi. Hmm. If you're bored, I wouldn't say excruciatingly bored, but if you're bored, pick up a couple episodes. Roy Choi is a delight. John Favreau earmuffs kids is a bit of a um keep in mind i'll put this in the beginning uh this episode may contain strong language not suitable for children and your mom sorry that is the best word to describe him because he is almost insufferable in the episodes and i used to love him yeah i was i thought you were gonna go a different direction with that you you know he wrote swingers which is one of my favorite movies great writer um but he 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 kind of got hollywood um, that is about as tangential as you can get in a conversation about grass. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's Absolutely. bring us back on board here. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> here we go. So uh, I hit you up with a, a text message, as I do mm-hmm. in these uh, dire times. And in the next... In the fall, we need to do... What are, the, what are the four or five things we absolutely have to check off our list to prep our ground and turf so that we can hit the ground running next spring and have a strong strong yard well i i think again we touched on a little bit on the first one as far as like your property let's i'm just fern here because it's nice and easy but like out front pretty good stand out back not so good so you kind of you know you have what you'd like to have out front out back sure so like what what are your goals your goals do you want everything to look the same because when i wrote the program for you this year you said, hey, let's just focus on the front and to the side. Yep. Whereas, you know, so I think that's the biggest one is like how, you know, your neighbor right up the street, it looks like uh, as soon as you pull in, the yep. development on the left-hand side, it looks like he had only sprayed up to about right to where it like peaks yeah. over the hill, right? And then the neighbor next to him just killed his whole lawn. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he went Chernobyl he on that Roundup shit. works. It sure does. <laughs> it sure yeah. does. Right. This guy's lawn is dead. Yeah. It's orange. It's brown. Yeah. yeah. But it's be, got an orangey tint to it. It's, I'm curious to see what it's going to look like. I mean, you got, like you said, another four weeks. They should have been doing that, you know. I mean, I guess it is the second week of September, but I would have would have liked to have seen that probably like mid-August maybe that to look that sure. color. Sure. So. But we, so we have to, uh, we have to aerate. Mm-hmm. We have to, do we have to, or could we maybe possibly need the gypsum or lime spreading for soil conditions and then we need to uh seed right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then do we fertilize we like a starter fertilizer yeah. after we seed yes a starter for yeah once all the seeds down and it's matted down okay yeah throw some so basically aerate prep the soil mm-hmm. uh lime or gypsum will be to balance the soil depending on what you need let's because that's what i don't have a clue about right can we talk about that sure the <laughs> thank you sure <laughs> that's, that's why we're here 
<laughs> yeah, you would think I'm reading from a script. Um, no, I mean, we again, we touched on it in the first one, but the lime and gypsum, two totally different things. Sure. Uh, it's going to be really what you, what your yard, or what at least what your soil is requir- requiring, hence the soil test. Should be done, I mean, ideally, you'd like to try to do it two times a year, once in the spring, or maybe like beginning of summer, and then kind of, yep. uh, you know, maybe early fall to kind of see what you what you need to do. Um, I feel like predominantly in this area, I feel like you're going to be, you know, like you and you know, also where my dad lives and whatnot, I think you're going to be doing more liming than you are gypsum. Gypsum doesn't hurt. Um, but What just does the, lime do? The, the easiest, the best way to sum those two up is lime changes your soil pH okay. and gypsum breaks up your soil structure. So best way... Makes it more penetrable. Yeah, yeah. It pulls off different. <clears throat> it pulls off um, sodium. A lot of like salt buildup in the soils pulls that off. So, would you say that anybody within reason could put gypsum on their lawn and they'll be okay? But Yo, lime yeah. could overcorrect a situation that doesn't need correcting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Absolutely. I mean, I haven't really get your been... gypsum, kids. Yeah. <laughs> And it's fairly cheap. So that's all we're gonna talk about. <laughs> that. <laughs> um but no, I mean it, it's and it's and it's one of those it's one of those deals too where like, hey, how how many bags should I get? Well, how many do you have? Well, I've got, you know, ten bags. Get more. Oh yeah, yeah. I gypsum. mean it's we're yeah. Yep, yep, gypsum. You do still need uh, to change to change your levels in pH, you need a considerable amount of lime to do that. Mm. Um, but again, kind of based on where, you know, your soils are, mm-hmm. I'm just, I guess just go ahead and say like, kind of like the mid Atlantic area, Sure, I feel is predominantly, you know, more acidic soils, you know, okay. ex- except maybe when you get, you know, it could still be the same way as you get closer to the, to the coast. The coast yeah. yeah. Cause when we were building Bayside, I mean, it was, I mean, I felt like we were putting gypsum down, you know, twice as much as we were lime. And again, based off soil reports, so. Do you, um, would you recommend that everybody put gypsum on their lawn? I would, especially okay. if, if you, if you haven't had So you're any- not going to kill anything no. by putting no, gypsum no, no, down. No, 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 no. Gypsum's just going to give your soil, uh, like you said, a better structure, which I mm-hmm. assume is meaning it's, it's, it, it somehow lessens the compa- compaction or like uh, yeah. breaks it down a little yep. bit so that, that it's that in conjunction with the aerification okay. so now you're getting the gypsum down where you just poke the holes okay uh, so so aerify air, mm-hmm. aerate first mm-hmm. then gypsum if needed if you did a soil test lime and generally speaking mid-atlantic pennsylvania maryland virginia maybe not delaware but well you just said delaware yeah you can probably put down some lime but would yeah. you say, since we don't want anybody to write us in and say, buy me a new lawn, um, <laughs> maybe you should do a soil test before you go out and buy a truckload of lime? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay. to, for the liming requirements, yeah, for sure. Um, you'd want to do that. But, you know, the cool, well, the cool thing about like lime and those other products, the lime and gypsum, you can put them down. There, there's no requirement of when you have to stop putting that stuff down fertilizer at least in delaware i'm not sure about maryland um pa we can always reach out to my good old buddy mike leventry there about pa but the, the like i think it's december 7th or 8th somewhere in there that you can't put fertilizer down 
Even even in like a residential situation, like as a homeowner, or is that just a commercial? That is actually a very good question uh, because listen, it's, it's still on the shelf. Uncle Sam's not telling me not to put anything <laughs> on my grass. <laughs> well, let's put it this way: for a commercial licensed applicator, yep. I cannot put it down. Got it. Um, after December, so I would assume so most, there's probably a good reason why. I, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Well, the gra- grass isn't growing. This fertilizer's not being up. It's just going to run off. It's, it's not going to off the abused. waterways and. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, equipment because we're looking at it right here. Mm. Um, we have the uh, Agrifab. Oh. 40 something inch. <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, plug core aerator. Uh, it did send me to uh, patient first while assembling it. They come very sharp, kids. <laughs> Take your time. Did you have gloves on, Brett? I did not. Uh, no, didn't. Hey, it's you know, it happens. It's uh, it's it's a little. You're gonna want to dedicate a couple hours to put it together. Take your time. Don't put it together the day you want to use it because you get all excited. That's yeah, what happened to me. And absolutely. guess what? Didn't get to use it because yep. I spent a few hours getting my finger stitched back together. You know, if you have a shop like we do here for mm-hmm. the podcast and also for playing around in, you would think you'd want to set it up at nighttime so you're not rushing through it. I like so my sleep. Next morning, I like my sleep. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so put it together at night, kids, when you can't yeah. rush through it. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. But this is this is a residentially attainable piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. You tow it behind. You could tow it behind an ATV. Any any mower. I tow it behind the zero turn. You could just a regular lawn, uh, lawn tractor. Doesn't have to be a zero turn. Um. It. You need to put weight on it. We had mm-hmm. up to six cinder blocks on it. Yeah. Took some creative uh, strapping, which... A little fabrication. We, yeah, we got the drills out. We yeah, got the ratchet man. straps. Yeah, we're, yep. we, were, we were doing it. But it, it takes some weight on it. But in your estimation, you were out here while I was doing it. Mm-hmm. You saw the end result. Yep. It's not a pro piece of equipment, but does it get the job done? Yeah. Oh, especially. I mean, we, we have... I don't know. When was the last time we had rain? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, anything to speak of, it's been two weeks right, for sure. Right, right. So the fact that, you know, that's probably why you had we had to throw a couple extra blocks on there to get down. Sure. But, I mean, it was, we still got, or you still, I, I watched. Um, well, you, you were minding the children. <laughs> you know, it's all right. Ours separately, not together. <laughs> Full disclaimer. And uh, But, no, I mean, it, it, it for what you were doing, it it's, that was perfect. Like, okay. I mean, it's. You know, you don't have to get that two-inch. You know, right. Core. We're not pulling out like a five thousand dollars machine right. that right. you're running on Bayside or Pine Valley, where he built and worked. <laughs> Look him up, <laughs> or see the first episode and rate and review. Thank you. <laughs> um, but it did the job. It put holes in the ground, yep. loosens up the soil, gets yep. air and oxygen down in the soil, and then now we're going to start applying some other things which help it get down into the soil, which is the whole point of what we're doing to begin with the one uh before we go or move past it is i did mention to you about dragging behind so mm-hmm. let's say we had that rain and you had the air fire going out you're probably going to be pulling a bigger core at okay. that point you're just going to have these long you know cores sitting out in the in the grass and you're like oh, we got to do something with those so you can either drag them i know some people you can you can go get a drag, drag them just like, to kind of break them up yep 
Yep. Break them up, take that soil that was down two inches or an inch to two inches down, and now you're breaking it up, putting it back on top. Kind of help oh. as you drag it. It's going to kind of help fill the holes. Could you, is dragging a step you could skip? Or if you're going to take the trouble to aerate, get out and drag the damn thing. Honestly, what the approach that I've never seen before is what you did this weekend. You uh, had the blades is, running. Is that? Is that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, one thing's for certain. You're going to definitely sharpen those blades because you're just chopping soil. and. Well, the, the, the grass needed to be mowed it and I needed to aerate. Let's birds, get out there. Two one birds, one stone, stone right? Right. Right, and we right, chopped right. them up too. <laughs> I mean, it looks good. It looks hey. good. You mowed it down a little bit more than what you normally I did. Did I did? Or what you normally do, which I think was good so. That, there, too. there we go. Did it? Did I? Did I do a bad thing? Should no. I have not? Should I have aerated and drug before mowing again? No, no, I don't. I don't think. So. If anything, let's say, let's say you did have a drag. I probably would have told you to mow it down just a little bit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go much below two and a half inches. Sure. You know, pull the plugs. Um, and then drag, there's a, uh, a good, good friend of mine. He, uh, he'll drag and then he'll seed, then he'll drag again just to kind of okay. break up the, the cores, get the, get the soil, down, yeah. yep, get the soil there. And then you throw the seed and then by dragging, it kind of takes that soil and pushes it together with the seed. And then when the, when the water hits it, it kind of, it's, you, you need that seed to touch the soil. When I say touch it, like kind of like step on it, you know, you, yeah. you, you ever see like a bear patch yeah. before you see yeah. it, kind of kick step it over, on your foot. Yeah. Do the same thing out in the yard. All right, so let's so let's stick on this uh, aerification, aeration. What is actually the proper term? Aerofate is it is an aerifier a different machine than an than an aerator? See, well, it's, I'll be your narrator for free. <laughs> if if you would look back, like any of the papers that I had to write, like back in school, or like even for like newsletters when I was on the golf course, half the words I would write had that little grammar mark underneath of it like that's not a word <laughs> but and and the, you making that shit up in, <laughs> in a turf world aerification's a word got it um so it's you know aerate air um aerator uh aerification is the only one that pops up and it's like that that's that, that's not the right word but i i use it because it's the process of aerating of getting air okay. into the soil so there are i did um tons of research prior to buying the aerator that i did um i'm i'm lucky enough to have not only a zero turn but a john deere one series tractor so that opens up the implements that mm -hmm. i can use yep um but when you start looking at aerators for a three-point hitch Oof. they get into the several thousand dollars yeah. very quickly and what i found was um a lot of things that look like medieval torture devices but they're called spike aerators. Mm -hmm. yep. They basically just slice the ground open and they look to be fairly thin. Yeah. I would imagine that's better than nothing. Yep. But would you suggest a this is a this agrifab aerator pulls out plugs. It's mm -hmm. a smaller unit. It's not as well made as some of those three point hitch things. It's much cheaper. Yeah. Would you go with something that's maybe smaller, maybe not as well made to get the core, the plug out versus like those slit and spike aerators? For for me, like I I always try to, you know, draw that line in between golf course maintenance and residential, mm -hmm. you know, homeowners. You, you need to have an air fire. You need to pull something out. Those little slit air fires, those little um, like solid tine. It it's okay, but we. 
we always on the golf course we always used them when things started getting a little bit compact and we need to get a little bit of air down in them but without pulling the core because when you're pulling cores it messes up playability and that's when greens fees go down kids (laughs) 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 and everyone's putts look like mine no wobbly and bouncy you've improved hey thanks yeah hey i just bought five dozen golf balls we'll talk about that later yeah all right um but so so it's it's better than nothing Yes, you're right. But for the for, for the once a well, I don't man. So many questions. I love this. This is so fun for me. Um, and I'm making the assumption: should you be aerating once a year, or should I be aerating multiple times a year? No, I'd, I would. I would always say just do it in the fall, um, spring. Now, however, for some of our listeners who maybe don't have an air fire yet plan on getting one mm-hmm. um and if it's too late for them to do it they can go ahead and do it in the spring too that's fine but your window in that um in that part of the season gets a little bit tighter because again now you're opening up more area for crabgrass to germinate right because that's why you want to do it now because there's there's no more germinating no more crabgrass right. is germinating it's okay. seeding itself in but so before yeah. we get to that because that opens up a whole other host of questions around pre-emergent aerating before or after you put that let's stick in the fall i did it uh let's call it september second week of september um i'm gonna hopefully put down some gypsum i'm definitely seeding out front should i try to aerate one once more out there to just because i didn't get a commercial grade uh aeration out there or is what i did you know i, I mean i mean to be clear, I made several passes over the same area. So, yeah. like, I got it about as good as you can get it in one day. Should I go back and do it again? I, well, you haven't seeded yet. No. Right? Um, you haven't fertilized or anything. Nope. So, I I would recommend just maybe at least around the edge of your driveway because even your neighbor Doug was talking about, like, the millings and everything that yep. were on the side. So, areas of high compaction, yeah. low soil density, or you, not as good soil. Yep. Do that maybe another round before we get into the seeding. Beat the turf up in the fall. Okay. Because in that way, in the spring and summer, it'll it'll last longer for you. Okay. So, what we saw from this, uh, it is AgriFab, right? I have several their products. I should know their I, name. I believe so. I believe so. The orange stuff. You can get it at Home Depot. <laughs> you can get it at um, Tractor Supply. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Here's where it gets... Let's. Yes. Are we getting deep now? No, nah, maybe. Ah, right. So when you go to buy one, right? Mm-hmm. This I, I can maybe maybe I'll find the model number and put it in the in the uh, the notes here on the for the podcast. But this was specifically an aerator. They also have a dethatcher, which is basically just like metal tines that kind of scrape mm-hmm. the ground. And then they and then I think they also have the kind of uh, slit aerator so this is the one to get the one that pulls the plugs out of the ground they're all roughly the same price they're all within that 40 to 48 inch range Mm -hmm. get the one you can afford that's pulling plugs out of the ground is is the best way to go the bit the bigger the bigger void you make the better it is going to be to add all your soil amendments and your seed and, and everything else so for less than 400 bucks you can have an aerator that does the job yeah, and yep. if you care about having a quality lawn, not Augusta, right? A scale of one to ten, one being it's just for show, ten it's an absolute must. Mm-hmm. 
like water and sun. Oh, wow. where do, where is the aerator? Shoo, man, you threw that one on me. I'm gonna need some time to think about that one. Maybe I did some <laughs> show prep. <laughs> uh, I. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a I'm gonna say it's a high six to a seven. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I think that I thought that's low. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a pro. Sub- subject to change. Okay. It's okay. only episode two. <laughs> the uh, score given to members when we have members <laughs> will be different. Um. Got it. So it's it's. You got to do it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you, you can't. Yes. Yes, you can have a nice lawn without it. But if you're seriously trying to affect change in dirt and grass, it, it is a core part of the strategy. Right. But it's so now now thinking about your question um, after I answered it, of course. Well, hey, we're digging but, in. But like, you know, for me, you asked me that question. And the only thing I can think of is like, I don't know, I, I, I think taking care of the weeds is more important than poking holes right now and then i think putting down what you need to put down based off your soil port is pretty important okay and then so it's it's you have mechanical and you also have you know chemical ways that you can improve your your soil got it you know what i mean so as far as a mechanical process yeah then that number bumps up but so, in so relation if you were to, someone that says like i don't want to put any chemicals on my lawn it's a much higher Ranking like you have to do this. I I I would yeah. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Because then you can get is you're you're able to get your organic products down into the soil faster. You can get them into the ground. It's it just it's you're you're creating more avenues and more areas for the products that you're putting down to actually do what you bought them for. Got it. Okay. Um. So then you 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 threw a little monkey wrench in there. Um. I have not. Well, I'm paying the company to spray, and they're coming out one more mm-hmm. time. Yep. Um, and is that what you mean? Like another final, like broadleaf herbicide put down before the end of the year is an important thing to do? Yeah, they're so. I'm not sure exactly what they're what they're doing because you signed up late with them, right? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, not, I'm not, no, 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 no. Not no I, I got a little but. bone to pick with them. They were like, I was like, ah, isn't it a little bit too late to do the pre-emergent? Thing? Oh no, it's fine. <laughs> of course, still fine to do, <laughs> and it's fine. And, and listen, this is what started this whole thing. <laughs> they're about the only company that would come out here that's doing it in this area, yeah. and they're super great to deal with. Yep. So we're going to give them a year or two and see how it goes because, yeah. hey, they're not going to work miracles, miracles in the first year, right? right? None of this stuff does. This is a multi-year process. Right. Right. Each year, it's going to get better. Sure. You know, you right. still you are still going to see crabgrass out front there. Absolutely, but, but from what I saw last year to this year, big difference in the really yeah. the professionals' eye. Yeah, look at you, God damn it! <laughs> I mean, I like, I like it. I like that we're yeah, making yeah, progress, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I look at it and I'm just like, this is just trash. And let's I, just sell the house, and I see potential. Let's just sell it. <laughs> let's Pack just, the kids. Let's just sell it. Um, no, <laughs> we're not moving ever. Um, okay, so that brings. I wasn't even thinking that. So if you have herbicide, the right word, we're using herbicides, right? The right word? Pest- yeah. Not herbs, herb, herbicides, not pesticides. Yeah. Those are animals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, pe- pe- it's, it falls into a class of pesticides. Oh. Herbicides, fungicides, insecticides, they're all pesticides. What was the other one you threw at me last weekend? Rodenticides? Yeah, rodenticides. I'm like, what the? Mitocides. Oh, oh rodents. <laughs> 
Oh, FYI. Not licensed for that. FYI, inside baseball, keep your eye out. Neighbors spotted a couple coyotes out on the driveway. What? Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yep. And the turkeys are back. Oh. <laughs> so that would be a fun show. Yep. It's going to get real here in the fall. Right. Um, okay, so if you have or are willing to spray an herbicide on your lawn, the next couple weeks is when it's got to get done. Yeah, I, I, I mean, listen, you, you don't have that many broadleafs out front. Like you don't have too many, uh, you don't have too many broadleaf weeds that um, are causing you issues of not growing grass. You have more crabgrass than anything out there right now. Okay, and crabgrass is not a broadleaf. No, um, <laughs> grassy, okay. grassy weed. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't waste the money on going for that now. What right. you have out here, I would not but waste. Let's the money say if on you saw a lot of what uh, clover, which is popular in the area, like if you had a bunch of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, cl- yeah, clover's still around. It's not really. Uh, it's it's more you know, more prominent like in the uh, in the spring, beginning of summer. Yep, and whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, it it can still be around. But yeah, it, any any type of broadleaf that you're seeing now, I mean, you can still go after that for sure. Okay, so bang for your buck. Spend your money on a gypsum slash lime, gypsum and or lime versus spraying an herbicide. You're on a tight at, budget. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. At this point, yeah, I would. I you would, would go with a. I, I, I would I would do gypsum now. Okay. Um, if Well, we're not airifying. No, I'm saying. The, we, how are you setting we, that up? We're, we're, let's just assume we're going to air. We're going to airify. Okay. Yeah. So if you're going to airify, then. More than likely, you're going to end up uh, putting gypsum down. Okay. Um, you put that down again. If you haven't had anything done to your yard, I you don't need any. You don't need a professional to come out to say, "Hey, you, you uh, should think about putting gypsum down." Just just put it down. Okay. Where do you get it? Uh, for us, we can get it around like southern states. Um, oh, they yeah. fill, they fill up I my think, propane I'm tank. I'm pretty sure pretty tractor sure tractor supply still has that. And is um. Does it come in like a pelletized form? Yeah, or is it, yep. Okay. A pelletized form. Um, Home very, Depot? Lowe's? Home Depot does. Yeah, I think the big box stores do Probably carry. Probably a little pricey over there. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're in between, you should be 50-pound bag. You should be, I believe, in between 10 to 15 pounds a bag. I mean, it's... it's 10 to 15 pounds a bag. Like like a bag a bag is, is fifty pounds. Yep. So it should be like fifteen ten to fifteen dollars per bag. Oh 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 yeah oh, oh, oh yeah it's super cheap. Oh okay super okay, cheap. Okay okay. But you need a lot of it. Okay. So out front in our area, uh, we we're working on. Um, I've dedicated my time and money to try to fix about twenty thousand square feet, mm-hmm. um, which is about a half an acre. It's between half and yeah, three quarters of an acre. Um, not going to sue you if you're wrong, uh, but what? How much? How many? How many fifty pound bags? Let's say per ten thousand square feet. Is that a? Is that a? I, number I, you can throw out. Number that I've kind of always going off of is ten pounds per hundred uh, square feet. Oh shit! Yeah. So it's 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 a lot. It's, wait, <laughs> wait, hold on. 10 10 pounds per 100 square feet. Right. So if we have 20,000 square feet, that's... I can't even do that. (laughs) That's 200 hundreds. 
now that that that's that's that, that's a high rate. Again, that that's a high rate. I don't think you're going to have to do that every single year that you're going to have to do that. Okay, but let but we're in <clears throat> for for the conversation the the for our purposes and in the assumption of most people starting to listen, you're in year one of trying to take back your yard. Right. Right. So this would be a year that you'd go after a a, a heavier application of of said gypsum. Right. I think you're you know if if you go at that ten pounds per hundred, that's what's it's gonna it's really gonna set it up for you know for the following year. Um, and that's I, a ton. That's yeah. a, ton, a literally a ton of gypsum. Yeah. Holy shit. Forty bags. <laughs> a pallet. But but again, we we don't you don't have to do it you don't have to do it all at one at one shot you don't I mean you can do it you can go at five pounds, and then you could do another app in the in the fall if, or I'm sorry in the spring if you want you could do another app in the summer you can break it up over time, mm-hmm. um, but that's to correct some major deficiencies, that's that's the rule of thumb I know that I've used before uh, at some of the course I mean I. I remember uh, just on Pine Valley alone, I would sit there, I'd be going up and down the fairways, and there's a guy with a pallet of fertile, a pallet of gypsum, just waiting for me to make my pass. I'd look back in the in the hopper in the back, and you can just see the level going down, like as as fast as I can drive. It was just dropping down. Wow! And then I pull over, and he'd throw another, you know, twenty, thirty bags in, and then just in eighteen fairways over a million square feet. So it was uh, holy shit! <laughs> How long did that take? Uh, it, it took a good, it was a good five, six hour clip of, so you uh, got it done in a day. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're also, right. You have massive equipment and the best large equipment. equipment. We're throwing it 60 feet as opposed to a little walk behind spreader throwing it eight feet, you know? (laughs) All right. So, wow. So we need to put down 2000 pounds and that's 40, 40 flipping bags. Yeah. But. What, what, why don't you break it in 2020 and get 20 this year and then do 20 in the spring or do 10 now, 10 in the spring, 10 somewhat in the summer, and then 10 again back in the fall. I mean, just, you can break it up that way too. So you're not putting all that product down at one, at, Does, uh, at one shop. I get that that gets the, that amount of product into the soil within 12 months. Yeah. The way that you're saying there, but do you, does it have a better effect if it's all at once? So I, the, the gypsum and lime and, and those kind of products, I always like putting those down uh, in the fall because grass is kind of slowed down. You start, you know, get, typically you get a little bit more rain uh, in September and October, and then you can kind of work in the soil a little bit, and then you can maybe get some snow cover, kind of insulate a little bit. So it's constantly working in the ground. I mean, it's mm. not working as nearly... Processes inside, like the plants and the soils, they work a little bit faster in the summer because the microbes are moving. And all these sure. things are happening, whereas things are a little bit slower in the uh, in the spring. But I'm sorry, coming out of the winter into the spring, but you're just setting the stage up for it. So, the one thing I we haven't mentioned or we haven't talked about really though was uh, with the gypsum. You put that down, and you're I think we talked about it. We you're stripping the sodium, stripping the sodium off of um, off the soil, colloids, particles, whatever you want. But the fertilizer that you're buying in the spring to put okay. it down yeah. is actually going to perform better because of the gypsum that you put down. <gasps> oh. 
So a lot of times people are like, all right, I'm going to go get a bag of furt. I'm going to go put it down. Yeah, crap, didn't work, didn't do anything. What yeah. the hell's going on? Right. You know? And then uh, you get guys that, you know, like yourself, and you're going to put gypsum down. You're going to put gypsum down. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> so so next year, I think you're just going to see a major improvement because of the gypsum so, and the other stuff that you did. Okay. But so the, then this lends me to, if you're going to go down that road where you're going to maybe thinking about paying uh, a professional mm-hmm. service to come out and, and, you know, treat your lawn next year or now in the fall or starting next yeah. spring, you're going to take that money that you're spending over the course of next year and you're going to get more results for it if you buy one of the cheaper products you can put on your lawn this fall. Like I, it's going to make it intensify the whole process for the right. next year. It's so, now you're 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 not you're not going to look at dropping like, "Oh, I saved $1,000 on my turf treatments." No. Each year it's going to get better. Right, but you you're going to get to stuff. you're going to get like you said it, it preps the soil, it allows the soil, allows the fertilizer and stuff yep. to work better in the spring. So, if you're going to do that in the spring, mm-hmm. this little bit of time and effort and money will make that stuff work better and oh, go uh, further yeah. in the spring. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. So you got to kids, get your gypsum. Yeah. Go to That's your neighborhood right. gypsum dealer. <laughs> I got another question. I have another question. Um, what is it? What is it? What's? Isn't gypsum in like drywall? Yeah. Am I making yeah. that up? It's, it's, it's a naturally occurring uh, uh, element, mineral? product, mineral, if you will. Yeah. And then they just, they, they pelletize it. You, yeah. you. I mean, you just exactly compress it. it make yep. it little pellets. And yep. you're just, and then I would assume rain spreads it out. Oh, yeah. Yep, breaks everything down. Absolutely. Cool. I gotta find. I gotta find out where to get the gypsum. <laughs> Southern states do like do do like a like a like a mulch or topsoil provider usually have no no, no okay. not not typically. Um, Farm the, supply places are more likely to have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I again. I I I don't know that I've ever looked for it at Home Home Depot and Lowe's. I'm pretty sure they would have it. I was they, there today and I saw pelletized lime. Okay. I did not see gypsum. Okay. I wasn't looking for it. Yeah. But I would imagine it would be right in that area. Yeah. Yeah. You would think. You would think. But again, I mean, the southern states are, you know, they have a lot of different, you know, places around where you can go and find them, you know, look it up there. Well, I mean, shoot, throw anything in Google and they'll be like, hey, here you go. Amazon probably hasn't. Really? <laughs> What don't they have? Well, listen, I've got 1%, and we're going to find out right now <laughs> if Amazon has pelletized gypsum. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I really wouldn't. Gypsum for soil. It's a common search. <gasps> <Okay>. <gasps> Look at this. Incap 106, 106.3, gypsum plus AST, coverage 30 pound, $23. Uh, one pound, okay. six pound... 30 pound Pennington fast acting gypsum fertilizer 30 pound bag for $33 on Amazon. All right, so maybe the price is a little bit. I, I I'd like to see what the rates are too, you know, cuz it could actually be a uh like a, a, a concentration. Yeah, it could it the, could it bag. could be a lower rate. Okay. Um but the prices I I just those prices seem a little bit high to me, but it all sure. depends on Let's um I'm going to listen, we're we're here to help the people. And me. So let's go look for the Home Depot. Chipsum. Chipsum. That's a fun <laughs> word to say. We'll see. But now, now, like, Home Depot wants to be, uh, 
like Amazon. So when you go to their website, of course, they say they sell everything. Right. But then it's, do they have it at your location, in-store, ship-to-store? Let's see. 30 pounds of Pennington for 30 bucks uh, via Home Depot. Um, this product can't be picked up in stores. <laughs> All right. Man, cool. Uh, Thanks for that. Yeah, right? All right. So it sounds like your better bet, bet is going to be farm supply, uh, maybe a nursery. Or? Well, put it this way. If nursery doesn't have it, they can direct you the, where to get they it. They can find it. So maybe yeah. so like a locally owned nursery would be a good place to start. Hey, do you have any? No, but we know a guy. Right. His right. name's Steve. He hangs out behind the convenience store down there on Main Street. Right. Just go around back in the bathroom, knock three times and say, give me the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean gypsum. Yeah, and nothing else. Yeah, no, nothing else. Um, uh, um, r- real quick, actually, uh, we also have stores around us. Um, the mill. The mill? Yeah, so that's a farm supply store in our um, area. Uh, John Deere, um, John Deere Landscape, I've, the, the site, site one, that's what they're called. Site one's now, because they... John Deere bought Lesco. Lesco, they still they have your name on certain products. Yeah, it's really. It's, it's just like John Deere, John Deere Landscape Supply Company. Now I believe it's site site. Like I said, site one. I think it is. Okay. But anyway, those kind of stores too. Like you, anybody can go in. You know, yeah. the, the when I was working on the golf course, I would go there. Oh, I you know I needed a couple gallons of some sort of a fungicide, and I would just go right in and pick it up. So I'm I'm a commercial applicator, sure. But yet I'm like, oh, you know what? I also need a bag of seed, you know, for my house, right? I yeah. need that this, so you could still get it from uh, from a, a residential side too. Okay, so it sounds like the big box stores aren't the best place to get it. If you have something akin to a Southern States, um, which I think is a fairly that's a huge company. They're, I don't yeah. know if they're national, but they're definitely regional. Yep. So either like a farm supply store or great idea, Jim. Go to a local nursery and say, I'm looking for it. If you don't have it, do you know where I can get it? They'll probably be able to direct you yeah. to the local spot. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, and you said, you mentioned concentrations. Is there like, is there, is that, is there a number to look for? Uh, not, not necessarily like, you know, prill size or anything. I mean, they, they have, um, I'm sorry, what? Pr- prill, pr- the, the, the little balls that when you look inside the hopper. How do you know it's a male plane? <laughs> <laughs> do you see it's little balls? Um, <laughs> But no, 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 no. Like, uh, I, it, just like you said, like, it, you know how it says pelletized lime yes. or pelletized yes. gypsum? So it's pelletized. You can also get lime that's like granulated or you uh, get gypsum that's granulated. It's like a powder. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, Ooh, that that probably would be harder for for the old average homeowner, Harry, to, to deal with. Well, I don't know. I've, I've, I've never used granulated gypsum or lime, and I don't know if that's something that is dissolvable and then you go spray it. So get the pelletized set. Sure. That's really the only way. You're that gonna I've, find it easier. It's yeah. gonna be easier to deal with. Yep. Okay. Um, well, you know, hopefully at some point we'll have a guest on that can, you know, cor- correct me as we're going through this. As uh, <laughs> you speak the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Pope. Who else do we need? <laughs> um. Okay, and then to do that, you're going to need a spreader. Right. Right, and we talked briefly mm. about the fucking dumpster fire that are <laughs> spreaders at the big box stores. Ugh. They're shit. Yeah, can uh, we can we can we go off a little bit? Um, like they really are, right? I'm not They're a fan, thirty, man. forty, fifty bucks. Yep. 
for these plastic bins with wheels on them. The wheels spin, turns the, I don't know, turnstile broadcaster, yep. flings the shit out. They don't work. No. I, I don't. I mean, they don't, right? Like, I'm, like you have to get something with, like, pneumatic wheels that's yeah. going to, like, grab on and, like, yep. be able to take the weight and go, right? You know, the one we just talked about, the Lesco site. I mean, it's hands down. Uh, Buddy Chad and I were just talking about it the other day. They're 400 over $400 for a spreader. Jeez. But you're probably only going to have to buy one. That's where I'm at in life. I'm looking to buy the the uh, the one that I'll never have to replace. And and, and you're 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 gonna get you're gonna get better coverage. You're not gonna you know every time you go out. So you're gonna you're gonna go spend forty fifty dollars on a spreader, and then you're gonna go buy four bags of Dimension, yep. crabgrass prevention with fertilizer on it. And those that are fifty bucks a piece easily, right? Yep. So you're not gonna get a good result. You're gonna kick yeah. yourself in the ass, going, "I shouldn't have done that." Yeah, and then the following year you're going to do the same thing again, right? You're like, I I don't want to spend the money so on the spreader. That's a good point, and and that's and that's what I did the first. And I I'm not even kidding. I I paced in in a Home Depot because I could tell it was a piece of junk, but yet it was all they had. Right. I tried to buy the one that was in the middle-ish of their offering because the the expensive one you could tell was no better. Mm-hmm. So I think I spent forty five bucks on something that. It's irrelevant how much it costs to make because whatever. It's, it is what it is, right? right? But it didn't work. Right. Did the stuff come out of the bottom of <laughs> this, the spreader? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did. Not evenly <laughs> at all. Yeah, right. So then I went to, and I went back to the good folks at AgriFab, mm-hmm. and I got their toe-behind spreader mm-hmm. that uh, has pneumatic wheels. It, uh, it's a much sturdier process. I think it holds... 40 pounds, mm-hmm. maybe 15. That sounds about right. No, yeah. I think it holds 50 because I could put a whole bag of yeah, the yeah. Uh, pre-emergent in there. Yep. Um, I think it was, I think I caught it on sale at um, Tractor Supply for like 180. Okay. That's not bad. And it worked and it worked well. Yeah. And it was nice. Right. So like if, if we're, if we're serious, if we're buying aerators, mm-hmm. if we're buying our own, if we're going to go buy our 7,000 pounds of gypsum, Yep. Like, let's go ahead and get a quality piece of equipment right. that's going to do the job. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, um, have you had any experience with any other not outrageously priced spreaders? I, I mean, it's still, it was still up there, but, uh, Anderson's made a, uh, good name. Good name. Solid nice. company. Solid people. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know a few of them. Good Swedish stock. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Swedish, Finnish, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Jury's still out. Um, but the, uh, yeah, so I used I used those quite a bit up at um, up at Pine Valley, and, and they, they were good. They're a little bit lighter. They're not as cumbersome as those less. And these were ones you push? Yeah. Yep, okay. yep, yep. Um, they weren't as cumbersome. Pneumatic. I've done tons of research on this stuff. Yeah. I've never heard of them. Like, can can I buy them? Can the average go Joe buy them? Are they- yeah, I'm pretty sure they still make them. I mean, okay. it's. Um, but again, I mean, if 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 it was a choice between that one and the Lesco one, I'm gonna go with the Lesco one every time. Every time, it's it's just it's a little bit beefier, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a lot of stainless steel on it. It's not gonna it's not gonna rust out on you. Do the, these do both of these that you're talking about have pneumatic wheels mm-hmm. on them? So like that's I think that's one of the main keys if you're looking at spreaders like if you buy the hard plastic wheels it's just not going to work. Uh, no. 
Okay. I, I, I think so. Listen, I've bought three of two two of them since I've been here, and yep. I've been here three years. Yep. You just talked about not replacing the one that you hate and curse <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah. Shit, 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 shit. Every shit. year. Every um, year. Okay, so if you're going to buy a spreader, mm-hmm. a broadcast spreader, a push, a toe behind, it should have pneumatic wheels. That's going to kind of be the marker for like, yes, I should put my money into this. Yep. And if it doesn't, keep looking. Or if you have a nice little Series 1 over there, you could uh, get a three-point hitch, uh, yep. big old and if it says Lily or a Vicon sitting on the back of that thing, a little PTO-driven action there. And if it's... If it fits on a three-point pitch, it's at least high three figures. <laughs> it's well, yeah. I mean, they're like they're a couple thousand bucks, right? Yeah. But it'll look good. It would look good. It would look I'm good. running out of places to put this stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna have to build a new building. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you said okay, you said I mean, you wanted to go that way with the shops. So. Yeah, let's go out. We're gonna go out with it. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So that's. I think that's a good tip, though, because <clears throat> if you're gonna do this and you want, you know. Uh, we talked to uh, our dear friend John last last weekend, who mm-hmm. has gone through hired and fired seven companies, hired and fired himself nine times to fix his own yard. Uh, he wants a nice yard. Yeah. He's having trouble with it. A guy like that is going to be like, "I need a quality product." And when you're buying stuff, when you're buying things to put in your lawn to make your lawn look good, so you feel good, the place looks great. You need a quality piece of equipment to put that stuff down and. and and that spreader is going to be at the the most used piece of equipment, right? Because right. you're going to spread uh, lime or gypsum or fertilizer and seed. See, it's yep. going to be the applicator for all that you put on there, yep. unless Absolutely. you have a you know a liquid sprayer. But yep. so spend the money. Absolutely, spend the money. Go buy the you know uh, Anderson Lesco. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for something to tow behind, the Agrifab stuff is nice. Um, mm-hmm. So if, if uh, uh, Chapman, that's another one I just remember too. Chapman makes a good uh, uh, Dwayne the dog. No, 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 no. Chapman, chap, chap. Rest in peace, Beth. <laughs> um, uh, that that's another one that I I haven't personally used, but uh, it's it's another commercial grade uh, spreader that is gonna that's gonna work well for you. Okay, and another company that's not commercial grade, but is like is on par with the. Uh, Agrifab stuff, I think, is called uh, Brinley. They sell some of those okay. at the Home Depot. You'll find them on like tractor websites and stuff. They're that a little bit step up, but not commercial grade okay. in any way. But yep. you can look for those. That's good. Yeah, that felt good. Yeah, that right. Felt good. Don't buy a spreader at Home Depot. Yeah, or the other box store. No. Actually, I've never shopped over there for a uh, for a spreader. I don't know what. I don't know what they carry. I mean, again, I'm sure it's the same. It's the same one with a different name on it. Right. It's the same gray with the black handle, with the black plastic wheels that they sell yep. at all the stores. Yep. And then they just slap different. They have the Pennington version. They have the, uh, what's the other one? Scott's. Scott's did something interesting, though. They actually uh, blended their fertilizers and all their other products to fit onto a contraption that fits onto only their spreader. Basically put it on, click it, set the setting on it and then go. So, I mean, it made it pretty, uh, dumb, dumb proof. Yeah. Yeah. 
what good. so what what are you putting on there it's it goes it's not it's not stuff that you put in the hopper it's you put it on. it's 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 in the bag and like the bag is its hopper if you will uh, oh, you flip it oh, over oh, set oh, it on there click oh. it on i mean again it's very user-friendly Huh. Um, but again, I, it's, you can only buy that product now. I mean, I, right. I, I kind of like what they did. They made it, um, I think they have a good program, um, as far as like, Hey, that what, what can I do? And if I can tell if somebody really doesn't want to listen to me, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Just go to Scott's program. It's, <laughs> it's good. It, it, it'll, it'll work for you. And it will, it will. But I think understanding a little bit better, you know, and, and yeah. tweaking certain things. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, the, that's the uh, I, I think I think that's the route to go. Is is yeah, you have you have good equipment. You, you when you when you paint when you paint inside your house, yeah, you, you're gonna want the good brushes. You're gonna want the good rollers. You know, it's it, it kills me every time I go to buy rollers or I buy like pans or whatever. I'm like, no no no, I, I got I need to get those. I need to get the right nap because if I don't, it's gonna be awful. And it's so easy to go in and. Just buy what's cheap because you think, I'm just doing this one thing. I'm right. just doing this one project. Yep. I'm just doing the gypsum. I'm just doing the seed. Right. But it's never that way. If, you, if you're a diehard DIYer like myself, you're going to end up doing this stuff over and over again. Right. Like, yep. So it makes, it makes sense. If you can afford it, get the better piece of equipment. It's just going to last longer. Right. It is. And it's going to, and especially in, 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 in these uh, in this turf world, you know, if you're spending the money on the stuff that needs to get spread out, it needs to be spread out evenly, consistently, right. consistently throughout the entire area. Yep. And if not, you're wasting that money. Absolutely. Stuff's not cheap, man. Stop being a <laughs> bitch. Go buy a good spreader. <laughs> <laughs> wait, are you, wait. Are you talking to me? I'm, no. Because <laughs> I need to. I was looking out the garage door. <laughs> um... <laughs> spreaders okay um well we're coming up on an hour here yep and Man, the time does go by fast it's a, hey when Holy you're having Lord. fun when you're right. having fun and when you only brought two beers out oh, we run it um what else do we need to be cognizant of coming into the end of september are there any um we we knocked down a couple trees yeah cut down a couple trees recently yep around here um any 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 advice um what did you tell me before the leaves fall oh go yeah, 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 mark yeah. mark some trees yeah i um so i saw you and aaron talking about like you know hey where's where does the sun you know how does the sun come up over the trees here and like during the day we want to sit on our portico it's the, the portico <laughs> so like you want more sun uh, right. when that happens so mark them now while the leaves are still on it um, and or mark any trees that are dead, like the one maple you have in the back. It's got the real tall dead lead out of it. Yep. When all leaves fall, you're going to be like, all right, that tree just doesn't have leaves now. Uh, it'll be fine. Is it that one or this one? Yeah, right, 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 right. So mark them now with a, like, a piece of like uh, tape or ribbon or something like that. Spray paint. And, or spray paint. Yeah. If you know you're going to take it down. Because oh, if you decide. Let's get pot no. committed here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's get pot committed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would mark anything you want to do now. Uh, because then that, that's the other thing is if you're like, I don't want to take them all down now, then you can take you know, some of them and then the spring comes a, back out. You're like, you know what? I'm good. I didn't cut that one. Every time I cut a tree down, which has been five times, mm-hmm. 
It's a much bigger project than you think it is. <laughs> Once that fucker falls over, you're like, oh, that's that's a lot of leaves. That's, that's a lot of branches. Yeah. You hopped into one that we cut down three weeks ago and yeah. I lost you for four minutes. Well, you know, it's got 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 listen, a little carried I away. Say it. I maybe thought you maybe you were working through through some stuff. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything and kind of let you go. I had to be fair. I had two beers while I watched you just <laughs> delimb this thing like you were Dexter. I blame you. You gave me the soul. Listen, You're like, I hey, can't have you, all the fun. Do you, do you want to try? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he disappeared. Um, when is the best time to cut down a tree that that you don't want in your property? Is there is there a best time? Uh, the, I don't think you know they're you know doing it in the spring or the fall or whatever. I mean, obviously, safety first. Uh, if if you know, like the one you have over there, holy lord, that big dead one there. That, yeah, it fell that's, over. That's half falling over. Really park the soupy doo doo over there anymore, you know, and maybe bring yep. it over to this side. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, I'll leave the keys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I I think you know if if you there are certain trees too. I, now this is something where you know if we ever get Mike, uh, good old Mike Leventry, to hop on here with us, he can explain to us a little bit better about that because there are certain trees that you don't want to cut down and chip up because if you do that it could be spreading spores to all the other trees you want to kind of do what we did here cut it down and just push it off to the side and let it do its thing um so we cut down two two trees a couple weekends ago Mm -hmm. got them on the ground took the limbs off Mm -hmm. we uh, got the tractor out took the limbs kind of pushed them into a pile and what we're going to do is wait till they dry out and either burn them or maybe we'll run a chipper one day and chip them up and we cut up the trunks we're going to do some projects with them yep but we separated the big trunk of the tree the limbs put them in a pile with the leaves on them and we'll get we'll get to them when we get to them yeah right um what about pruning trees is there a good time of year to prune trees yeah yeah i mean again it depends on uh you know whether species or species if it's if it's a, if there's a fruit that you're trying to get out or the flowering, um, we do, uh, companies that I've worked for before we do a lot of, uh, you could, well, even on the golf course, we've done a lot of pruning in the winter, uh, like cutting back more or less because we can get our heavy lifts out on the frozen ground and we're not making oh, these indentations oh, oh, oh. and stuff right. like so that. So it's easier to get the equipment around to make it easier and safer yeah. to do the job. You mentioned about bringing a lift here. Yep. You know, and, and totally can do that. And I, Really want to see you do that. Articulated uh, man lift, 30 yeah. foot, Home right. Depot, 350 a day. Well, We're doing it. There you go. Hey, we got gutters, siding, trees. We got a lot to do that day. Yep. No Looks drinks like tonight before. Home services uh, wrapped up into one, huh? Hmm. That's a thought, Jim. I like where your head's at. <laughs> let's, let's talk about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so so let, let, we're, where we are, we're in September. Yep. Should you be pruning trees in September? You you can you can. I I don't think there's anything I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, they're all, all the leaves are they're getting ready to you know kind of do their thing and fall off and uh, you know go go into the winter here. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, you you can get in there and prune now. Um, I think just going out there and just cutting things is, is not just pruning. I think you kind of, there, there is a right way and a wrong way to prune as far as like cutting what, it back, like where, right where, like where the buds and the branches are, um, cutting the branches that are kind of hanging, pointing down as opposed to pointing up or just, you know, get, get, getting, getting the right branches out. Can I mean, you, and that, and you're speaking from a perspective of plant health and tree health. I would yeah. Assume. Right, right. Can you, can you shape a tree 
I mean, like, you know, from see, that's the difference in, in your perspective. You're looking at the health mm-hmm. and, and the aesthetics, but you have the knowledge to understand the health of the tree. Yeah. I don't. I'm just like, that shit's ugly. Let me <laughs> let me make it smaller and, <laughs> yeah, right, and make the right, shape right, different. Right, right. And if I kill it, I kill it. Yeah. Um, can you and should you ever prune just for, for shape and size? I, I think... I think in certain spots you have to, especially okay. if they're like, you know, foundation plantings or what's it, that like, like around, around your house. Like on, if you have like a certain tree, that's, uh, um, you know, or a, a large shrub that's like sitting off the corner of your house, you know, you, you may have to prune that back. Got it. Yeah, Whereas yeah. other trees and other shrubs, you're just gonna, Hey, if you plant it off far enough from your house, you don't really have to prune anything back. Got I it. don't, I'm not a huge fan of taking a tree that is supposed to be, I, I don't know, easiest thing for me, like, like a white pine. So white pines are kind of, you know, like a pyramid shape, right? Okay. But, you know, especially on the golf course, oh, my ball went under there. I want to be able to hit that. I got to cut all the lower branches out. Yeah. So problems with white pine, most of the branches go out um, uh, parallel to the ground. Sure. And then all the snow starts weighing on those branches, and then all the weight is dispersed on the bottom branches, but you limb up to shape the tree yep. now it doesn't have those bottom branches now you're getting all the other branches is breaking off because of the weight of either the ice uh, or the snow so if you have the branches underneath it's pushing it down it's pushing it down, and it's all kind of all the weight is sure. dispersed you know so I, I i'm not a big fan of taking a tree out of its normal growing pattern to okay. shape it to go oh it looked better if it was in a ball shape or, right and, and like the um so I have a couple of trees lining uh, the driveway. Mm-hmm. There's six or eight, um, and they're they're gro- they're getting wide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I what I would like to, well, truth be told, we're going to take those out. But <laughs> if we wanted to keep them mm-hmm. and we wanted to just prune them back, just so they were keeping them at relatively the same size year yeah. after year, and that's letting the natural shape be the natural shape, but cut it back is that well you know what i'm getting at like yeah no you know, I, it grows it grows two feet over the course of the year we cut those two feet back so it stays the same size right but it's still getting taller so you're right and then the shape is starting to look like a well right use your imagination right but if so the tree are you uh, coming up the driveway right to the right those cherry trees or are you talking about the trees that are to the left here to, to doug's place well they're they're technically my trees they're all coming out towards Doug's house. Yes, Your yes. trees towards Doug's yeah, yeah, house. Yeah, I want to get rid of all of them. Right. So, but those trees over there. Yep. Um, you start you start trimming up the sides. Oh, I just want to take it in at like a couple feet, but you're still going up. Now you're only going to be able to get so much of it. Now you're going to have to prune everything else out, and that actually may end up triggering more growth. So you may be doing it more. Yeah, Dear but, Lord, this so is th- we need a whole tree month. <laughs> Jesus, we'll bring in a better expert so, for, the, for the trees, but so really, uh, all right. So in this instance, we we inherited these trees. We bought the property with mm-hmm. the trees already planted. Um, whatever, I think there's eight of them on either side. Of, there's four on either side of the driveway as you pull in. I get what they were going for. Yep, but I think they picked the wrong trees. Mm-hmm. So it's it comes back to like if you're going to use trees. Like like you said, like uh, you know, if they're you know near the house, near the foundation, or they're they're kind of anchors of the aesthetic of the mm-hmm. property, like you got to pick the right thing because you can't manipulate it all that much. Well, I somebody somebody said it best to me a couple uh, weeks ago, maybe a month ago or so. It's like you know, all right, you you go you you uh, 
put tile in your kitchen or you, and then you paint a wall and then you do this and you do that. Do you keep that for 40 or 50 years, 60 years, like what a tree does? Or do you plant the tree when it's young and you're like, oh, this is perfect. And this lasts for 10 to 15 years. Now it's getting too big. So like, landscapes, they, they get tired. They get overgrown. You have yep. to change them. You got to, uh-huh. you know, aesthetics change, you know, uh, um, with things that you like change. So you want to be able to adapt to that. So you're, you're not. So I'm not an asshole. No, 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 no. Not for this at least. No. <laughs> I've known you for a long time. I, the word asshole has not come across my... Uh, my well, you might um, be the only one. <laughs> um, okay, so fair enough. So it, those trees, for, for, to your point, they've served their purpose. They've yep. run their course. And yep. their purpose was for the fo- first owner uh, of the property right. who they were of an, an appropriate size and shape for where they were. Now they're just... They don't look great. They're right. too big. It's just time to move on and do something different. Yep, absolutely. They do they 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 flower in the spring for you, right? Yeah, and they look great. They're right. they're they're very cool in the yep. spring, but they don't look that great in the summer. They and, and they're just too big. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's time to change them out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes me feel a little better. Quite yeah, honestly, absolutely. yeah, man. And and that's I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm I'm odd like that, but I feel like it's. I mean, clearly those trees were not there. Like yep. they didn't c- put the driveway right through the perfectly yeah. spaced out, uh, yeah. alternating species trees. Like they were planted for a reason, and yep. and that reason has passed. So, and the best part is, is when you get rid of those trees, I will guarantee you the turf will look better. Oh well, you mean the part where there's actually no grass <laughs> over there? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's some work to be done down there. <laughs> sure. Um. All right, I think that's a good. I think that's a good spot. Any yep. any um, any words of wisdom for um, you know this coming into this second third weekend uh, in September? Prioritize. Yeah, I'm, y- you can do it. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I mean, and I know we'll get we'll get you know another episode on here soon. But I, I honestly just keep an eye on keep an eye on the temperatures. I mean, they're going to start dropping here soon. Although supposed to be 80 on saturday right um but your nighttime lows i mean look you're in a jacket yeah in the shop here right yeah so it's getting cooler out uh the ground's going to start cooling down faster the seed's not going to grow as fast so you're getting so the so temperature is key to the timing of when you're going to be putting seed down yep absolutely yeah i think when it when it starts dropping below when it starts dropping below like the 52 53 range it takes it takes a while for it to grow. You'll still get it to grow in certain, spart- certain spots of your property, yep. like the southwest face slopes and stuff, but like your northeast face slopes where the sun's not really hitting that much, mm-hmm. that longer of a day. And if that seed is sits there mm-hmm. over the winter, mm-hmm. non-germinated in the fall, it will germinate in the, in the spring. There, There's a chance for it, but it could also rot too. It could also just sit there. Like, Motherfucker. God, this is... No wonder but you guys get there's twenty of you on a golf course and you're paid so little. That's but that's why it's in the stores for you to buy it. You know, because they, they know that it's you know yeah. they know that you're probably not gonna put it down at the right time. Right. Um uh, and it, it's it really is like it uh, it's not like the pharmaceutical industry, but I mean it it's a it's akin to that. Like it's like you're you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't like yeah but but honestly though man i think i think if you if you put the effort in up front and put the um investment in up front 
you're going to be getting less and less over the years. Sure. So five, uh, year, five years from now, you're not going to have to go buy as much gypsum yeah, as you're no, doing. And, you're and, not going to have to use as much seed sure, as you Sure, and I'm not worried about that. It's just like making making use of when you go out and do it. So yeah. it's like, so, all right, we're in middle of September. It is going to be 80 on this weekend, mm-hmm. but then the lows are in the 60s now. Yeah. So is should we should we throw in seed down this weekend or should we wait another week? Yeah. Oh no. I did. You're seed seed now. You you can seed now until again in our area in uh, in Hartford County and even up in the Cecil County. You're looking in Maryland here. You're looking at, from the end of August till roughly October fifteenth. Okay. October so 20th. I have. So this is a practical question. I have seed left over from the mm-hmm. last time I bought it. I've got mm-hmm. 50 pounds. It's not enough. Mm-hmm. I don't have gypsum. I've got mm-hmm. to source that. Right. Can I spread seed this weekend and then apply the gypsum when I get it? Yeah, absolutely. I yep. love this. This whole thing's working out so well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, so, so then we were talking about dragging, which we didn't really cover. So if, if I were to spread seed this weekend, mm-hmm. I should then drag that day, the next week, the I, next weekend? Right after you seed. So seed all, all it, the same Seed day. it and drag it. Yep. If, if, you, if you don't drag it, if you don't have a dragger, you don't have a means of doing it, put the seed down right before like a decent rain. Something, something that's going to push it down. In, into the in, into the soil so we're literally bit. trying to get it so it doesn't blow away and get eaten by birds. I, yeah, essentially. Well, right? well no, you're you're trying to get it to that soil to seed contact. If you don't have that soil to seed contact, it will not grow. Okay. So if you have a smaller yard and you're just like I'm not buying an air I'm yeah, not buying an aerator. Right. Go get like a uh, what, like a, a metal tined rake and yep. like just rough up the soil. Good as old much garden you can. weasel. Yeah, get that get that puppy out of I there. I think there's one with an arm's length here. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, right. I swear they to need God. to bring that infomercial back. Where is it? There was a garden weasel. Someone bought a garden weasel for my wife. Yeah, that's what she calls me. That's a good tool. Um, side note: rising Iran tensions have sent gas prices soaring. <laughs> uh, they're supposed to go up. It's all a bunch of bullshit, whatever. But I filled up the truck for the first time from. From the whole way, from I had uh, you know, it was almost on E. Yeah. Um, let's just say this: I now know that when you go to the uh, gas and convenience store chain in the Mid Atlantic and South Wawa, the pumps lock you out at a hundred bucks, <laughs> and you didn't get a full tank. Yeah, it was close. Close. <laughs> we put forty gallons in her. Okay. All right. And then I filled up three five gallon. Containers, ah, okay, for the equipment and five gallons of diesel. Yep, it's ramen for the rest of the week. We had to buy gas kits. <laughs> Daddy's got to fill his toys. Why do you get to eat steak? <laughs> get your cup of noodles, kids. That's right. That's right. Um, oh wow, a wide ranging conversation. I yeah, love this. What? Absolutely. Um, oh, the drag. Uh, if you're so, what I'm gonna do. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. <laughs> I happen to have several dozen feet of chain link fence. You don't say. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you why. Um, it was here when I bought the place. Mm-hmm. So we're going to maybe fashion a drag to pull behind the mower mm-hmm. or maybe the tractor. I don't know. 
Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but uh, we're going to take some chain link and what? Just lay out some two by fours, two by sixes to kind of keep it flat yeah. and even, however you can kind of get it. A little, little, little like uh, eight by eight, a little eight okay. foot by eight foot frame. Just okay. something to, you know, the, 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 the bigger the drag, the more drag you're actually going to put on the machine. So if you're, if you're using with the Cub Cadet, yep. then it may be bogging it down just a bit, especially with the weight that you pull. But you don't need much. You don't need much. You just want to, you know, kind of fluff it around a little bit. Okay. But I, I think an eight foot by eight foot section chain link fence will, uh, will do the trick. Which is also pretty cheap too, to be had. Oh yeah. So I looked at yep, it. Yep, yep. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll take some pictures and put them on the old Instagram. It is going to rain Monday and Tuesday. So, so this is a good weekend absolutely. to get that seat sign over here. We absolutely. Go. Sorry, Th- I just kicked you. Throw some, uh, throw some starter down too. Before the rain or after? Before. Before. Okay, well, tell me about that. <laughs> so we need starter fertilizer, yep. which is specifically formulated to take grass seed and help it grow. New seedlings need phosphorus, and that's the and on every bag of fertilizers it has three numbers: yep. nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. The middle number is the phosphorus. That number needs typically, typically it's it's twice as much as the nitrogen. So it's like a twelve, twenty four, okay, know, twelve or something like that. So okay. starter fertilizer has higher phosphorus in it, and that's for that reason. Okay. So, fuck it. Walk me through my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, I wake up. All right. We'll so we're going to Starbucks. We're going to coffee. Oh, yeah. Venti, please. Mm-hmm. Just coffee. I'm not a woman. <laughs> also, real quick, that, that shit's, they're like fucking milkshakes. Just, just go in there and buy coffee, please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, I'm going to wake up. I am going to get out the spreader from the shed. Mm-hmm. I'm probably, since I already have it hooked up, I'm probably going to take another pass around the outer perimeter, the hard packed areas yep. with the aerator. Yep. Um, and if, since I have it out, it wouldn't hurt to do a quick pass around the other area that I'm going to do. Right? Yeah, absolutely. The side. Um, well, I mean the area that I already did. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh like, yeah. You're I'm not, definitely going to do the areas I haven't you're completed. You're not hurting yet. anything. Okay. Yep. So you're not going to over aerate. Yep. All right. Then I'm going to go get the seed, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put it in the spreader, and I'm going to tow it around and spread it on out. De- depending on depending on again, if you're pulling cores, if you're pulling cores, you want to you want to break them up. So maybe drag. Okay. So aerate, drag. drag. Yep. Seed. Seed, and then if and you then have drag. the gypsum, great. If not. You know that oh that's you're right I'm sorry seed drag if you've got the gypsum put it down if not put it make sure you get the starter down uh this this weekend okay so if I did more or less for the rain if I did aerate drag seed mm-hmm. drag on Saturday mm-hmm. get the starter fertilizer spread that on Sunday yeah yeah okay I mean, as long as you, we're done you really could do it everything on Saturday there's so much time on Saturday I'd like a little time to myself well yeah I'm, <laughs> um okay so we could again. We'll talk about this for even more. But since we're on the topic, buying seed, mm-hmm. whew, <laughs> whew, it ain't cheap. There's a hundred different kinds. Yep. But in this area, the Mid Atlantic, um, the turf type tall fescue, the fescue is gonna work. Is, right. Is is that is that your preference? Tur- turf type tall fescue, ryegrass, um, 
your shaded areas back here. Mm-hmm. You're going to be doing more like bluegrass and red fescues and stuff like like again like when 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 you go to the big box stores and you'll see like shade uh sure shade grass or full sun grass like that's pretty legit like they can't sit there and go should you mix it up i mean you can but i don't i don't i wouldn't recommend it for what you're doing right no i mean i i would i would put i would put turf tall and most of your property here okay maybe the outlining uh edges really far back by that path mm-hmm. i'd probably do like a shade mix if you're going to go back that far sure you know definitely over here where we just cut these trees down because the sun doesn't really get over there that much yep some soil and then maybe throw uh, the shade mix down over there but for the majority of your property 90 percent of your property i would do the, the the so for the tall the tall fescue and the ryegrass and you and you'll probably see a blend of those at okay. the stores yeah Got yep. it. Um, okay. So fescue, tall, turf time, tall fescue, mm-hmm. uh, and or rye or a mix yep. of the two. Um, what is a, I, I think I, I asked you this last year, but what, what is a, what is a, an, a fair price for a 50 pound bag of this seed? 50 pound bag. Uh, of the turf type tall fescue, you're probably in the range of sixty to seventy dollars. Okay. When are you? At what price are you getting ripped off? Uh, when they say like the, the 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 fast germinating seed and the you know because I I think, still think there's a better way to do it than you know what what just comes out of a thirty pound or twenty pound bag at fifty dollars. You know, I think you can just go again to your southern states or to those places and get just straight seed, mm-hmm. and then go get your starter fertilizer, which is basically the same thing. Got it. Uh, you, you know what I mean? But yep. they just take a step and they break it down. They cover the seed with a little bit of this yep. product, yeah. and then that's when you get those like uh, neon blue. Yeah, seeds it looks blue. And stuff. Yep, yeah. yep. That's all like some uh, beginning stuff on there uh, or beginning like fertilizer. So as soon as it pops out, I mean it's. It's a good concept, but that's like that stuff starts getting a little big. So for for the amount of property that you're trying to do, if you're doing pockets, if you're doing these yeah. little yeah 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 totally yeah those little five ten pound bags. What so so uh for, what'd you say seven sixty seventy eighty bucks for just straight seed for like yeah. fifty pounds? That's for, that's fair. Yep. So I looked up at one of these like farm supply places in in our area, and they had like a uh, a blend for like I don't know it was like thick luscious for athletic fields Mm -hmm. like when you start hearing stuff like that are you like dude the grass is the grass like it's (laughs) like you can't you're not gonna make athletic grass versus non-athletic yeah right it's it it's all grassy to me yeah yeah, to me that, that that to me that's a bit much but because i remember seeing stuff like that that was like ninety dollars for 50 pounds that was just seed no fertilizer yeah. in it. like that's not yep. worth it yeah more than likely every every um I believe my understanding is that every, every bag that's on there they have to tell you exactly what seed is is in there a lot of times it's different varieties of a turf type tall fescue okay they have a bunch of different names on it um but again you're you're gonna want for again for the for the residential side you're gonna want something that has turf type tall fescue or a tall if it doesn't say turf type tall fescue as long as it says turf oh, i'm sorry as long as it says tall fescue mm-hmm. ryegrass because ryegrass is gonna be the first thing that pops up more than likely there's probably going to be bluegrass in there but now you're starting to get like really really fine 
like like a, like a smaller blade. Yep. So you're gonna get that three. There's those are three different textures of grass. So you get that kind of like you want uh, one good solid stand of yeah. You know, um, of seed. Then you're gonna want maybe all this all the tag to say tall fescue. Right. Different varieties, but all tall fescue. So when you if, if you go down that road and you're committed to a you know realistically a one to three year process of revitalizing mm-hmm. a lawn. Do you want to pick and commit like, hey, I'm, I'm good because you're going to be able to see that difference. Oh, yeah. Right. Like if oh, it absolutely. all works out right or when it all works out and you've got this thick stand of turf, as, as you say. So I'm going to borrow the phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have all tall fescue, it's going to look, in my estimation, better than if you have even a nice luscious thick lawn of three different varieties. Yeah. The, the fescue, the rye, the blue you're going to see it's going to look different and it's going to be yeah. less consistent. So it's, it's at least in my eye, it's going to look maybe just, I'm air quoting here, not as nice because it's not yeah. as consistent. Am I, I off base? No, I, I don't think. I, your, your ryegrass and your bluegrass, it's really kind of hard to tell. You kind of have to pull it up and take a look at it. But your tall fescue to your ryegrass, your, or your tall fescue, fescue to your... the fescue is a wider bladed grass, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, your tall fescue to your bluegrass, so you'll really see a difference there. Um, you'll you'll still see a difference with the ryegrass too between the tall fescue and the ryegrass, but the ryegrass is going to germinate first. It's going to actually kind of establish the ground, and then ideally, you'd like to kind of see the tall fescue kind of take over, and okay. you know, over over uh, the years, okay. you know, it kind of choke it out a little bit. Uh, 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 so, so if you had maybe like a trouble spot or a yep. really problematic lawn, maybe go with a blend the first year yep. and then start transitioning it over the next couple of years to the one that you like the most. Yep. Or absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And and then uh, selfishly for me, we're just going turf type tall fescue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we are. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Watch out, Augusta. <laughs> Fuck you, Hootie Johnson. I'm coming for you. Uh, quick rate on that. In, be, in between uh, three to four pounds of seed per thousand. I was going to ask. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> this is getting expensive. <laughs> but three. It's all, it's all worth it. No, it is because I can't stand when I come, when I pull into right. the house and I'm like, hey, look at the crabgrass. Right. Um, oh, I got to call Jim over. He's th- going to make fun of my grass. <laughs> <laughs> this yard has become a pain in my grass. Um, it's a good name. Fuck you. It is. It is. Not you, Alan, listening. Not Alan, our friend. It was a random name. Jake. No, I, that's my brother-in-law. <laughs> Shit. Stevie. Um, three to four pounds mm-hmm. per thousand. Mm-hmm. So that means I've got 20,000 that we're treating. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I'm going to make sure I get that down this weekend. Yep. You need 60 pounds. Oh, that ain't bad. No. I got 50 pounds right. in the garage. Yep. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. The old calculator. <laughs> <laughs> My friend. Um, all right. What else? Anything else before we head I, out? I I don't think so. I mean, we'll uh, we'll get some more stuff together for the uh, for the next episode here. Hopefully, it'll be uh, a little bit uh, less of a uh, gap of time. Yeah, we're gonna try to do it weekly. Yep. Um, Definitely every other week, but I, I want to do it weekly. Um, what are you doing this weekend? Heading to uh, heading to Cape May. My cousin's getting married, mm-hmm. so heading down there to the uh, to the beach mm-hmm. to uh, hang out. Um, may uh, have some adult beverages or, Who, uh, or two. Uh, who's coming? 
my all my family, my sister, my brother-in-law's coming out. It's mm-hmm. going to be a uh, Is your father's sister's brother's sister's daughter's husband coming? Uh <laughs> Um, and I think I nailed that, by the way. You probably I did. I think I did. You probably that was straight out of Ferris Bueller. Uh-huh. Is uh, he coming? Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's Rory McIlroy. I swear to God, it is. It is. Listen, it is. He's fucking important. Okay, his name's Jim. Okay, I'm not going to give his last <laughs> name. He's really important. He knows people. <laughs> he didn't want to take me as his plus one. <laughs> I don't blame him. Um. You know, there's probably a large portion of my family is like, "Oh, is Brad coming?" <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're like, like my sister. Oh, oh, is it funny, Brad? Is funny Brad going to be there? Oh, f- right, funny Brad. Yeah. Right, as opposed to lefty Brad, which we're both lefties. Which yeah. anyway, yeah. Inside baseball. Um, let me tell you. Let me tell you this, and we'll go. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the allergist today. Oh boy, follow up, right? To get my uh, environmental test done, oh. which was kind of silly because my eyes burn and water and my sneeze and I have snot-filled face in the spring and the fall. Yes, I have seasonal allergies. There's no I sure. out of my entire life. Um, but the, I went a couple of weeks ago to get the food test done just to make sure things, some things were a little changing, you know, not a big deal. They put the allergy test, and if you're not familiar, what they'll do is they'll take these little... They're not even needles, basically, but they're little yeah. tiny needles, yeah. and they're soaked in, um, you know, uh, diluted ragweed, uh, oak, and all this stuff. And if your arm gets itchy, red, and inflamed, you're allergic to it. And they they take a there's a scale that they take, and they're <laughs> like, oh, you're really really allergic, or you're not so allergic. They put the trees, grasses, <laughs> and weeds on my right arm, and she did it to finish the test. She walked out of the room. And I literally yelled. It's the worst, man. I yelled. I dropped the F-bomb. I'm like, <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> um, she walks back in. It's 15 minutes later. She goes, oh, 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 okay. Oh, you're mm-hmm, you're allergic. Yeah. Um, so we go through and do the evaluation. And yeah, okay. I have seasonal allergies. Thanks. Yeah, yeah right, 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 right. Um, so then the doctor comes in and he's like, Okay, so you're in the top one percent of allergic people. And I'm like, <laughs> so I got that going. For bonus. Me. <laughs> I'm super fly fucking allergic. And he's like, yeah, I think allergy shots might really work out for you. Like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and he just looked at me. He's yeah. like, German allergy? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, so I'm like, nah, I'll yeah. just keep taking the Allegra that doesn't work. And he's like. <laughs> All right, then. I guess we'll see in six months. Yeah, right. right. Hey, you got a Benadryl I can pop? Because this thing's on fire. (laughs) We're going to need to calm this down. Speaking of on fire, next time I'll tell you about how I had to go buy Valtrex at the pharmacy. (laughs) (laughs) It's not what you think, kids. (laughs) Keep it clean. Have fun. Aerate your lawn. Bye, Jim. See ya.